So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? It is the FNBA Podcast back again. This is our post-4th July episode, pre-the-rest-of-summer episode. Um, kind of in the dead period, really. It's not really a dead period. That's, I guess, the beginning of school and the end of school. But it's a dead period to everybody who, like, wants excitement. Uh, that was a long intro. What's going on, Archie? How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I think... There's really no excuse not to listen to the podcast now that 4th of July is over. Everyone was kind of traveling and, uh, you know, enjoying their lives. So get back get back on the podcast. I didn't know train. people were off the podcast train. This is news to me. Uh, it was just a vibe I was picking up. I was going to say, have any uh, data empirically, to back we've had up, some but... pretty good uh, interviews lately with Nick Reddy and the Kyle Cassidy interview. But okay, if you're, if you're catching that vibe, uh, no, I think the numbers have been good. But yes. Uh, if you there isn't a lot going on in the way of whether it's sports or really anything else, so I guess yeah, please go back and listen to our stuff and and go on. Actually, I think what you're more so getting at is the fact that we just don't have an interview today, like so that's why it might seem a little slow. Well, we don't have an interview, and it's just like basics are going through basics, so sometimes you gotta give people a little little revisit to that where you got to break people down to build them back up so you got to keep people on yeah. their toes i don't know what period is or what go is going on right now at usafa but i'm assuming i don't know why i just feel like it's the first go i actually i'm positive it's not the first go because the second go is the start of basic and i know it's not the, i know it's not halfway it's through because go. the basics haven't gone to jacks yet so i'm just totally off but in my brain it's like halfway through first and that's the time when everybody settles in and basically does the bare minimum to just get through whatever program they need to get through to get their check mark because it's just really hot outside and no one wants to do anything. So, uh, yeah, Fair but enough. so like we said, um, actually, you know what? First and foremost, before we even do anything, let's just talk about our belts really quick. Basically, we have these really, really awesome handmade belts uh, that we designed ourselves. They have some pretty cool little things about USAFA on them. They're not branded to USAFA, so they're not going, they're like kind of understated. They have our logo. Uh, a little chapel, some beer, and then uh, a prop and wings. So, like, pretty cool stuff. It's just, like, a nice little accent. These are very, very high quality. They're, they're hand-stitched, uh, and they're made with nice leather. And basically, we're taking kind of a risk here because there's, like, a minimum order number, and so in order to keep the prices reasonable, we're going to place the order, and we need you guys to place them uh, as quickly as possible. So we're not begging or anything, but we're just saying if you want one, you have to order it soon because we want to get everybody, we have to do all the belts as one order and we want everybody to be able to get theirs in a timely manner uh, since we already have a bunch of orders in. Yeah, and just go to the website, fascinatebelowav.com, A-V-G, that's how you're going to spell average. And for those of you who might be worried, you're thinking, I never got my prop and wings, <laughs> we can tape over that. So we'll leave the prop and wings off Yeah, we might offer like kind of a, an extra bonus package where you can have little Velcro things. <laughs> we'll put on that till you finish dual year. 
uh yeah cool so other than that uh like we said fourth of july is over fourth of july was pretty eventful believe it or not uh from things that we heard through the grapevine as well as stuff we saw in like on tv uh the coolest thing that happened that day for me when i was like 10 beers deep and probably a similar amount of hot dogs deep uh we got a message and it was a video of general armacost the dean um not a usafa grad a northwestern grad but still a pretty pretty big hitter at usafa pretty beloved and he won a car on the price is right well when i first saw the video i just saw a guy you know how many times have you seen these people at the academy out of uniform so it's just this guy wearing an academy t-shirt and then I remember thinking, like, that kind of looks like General Armacost. And then when he started talking, I kind of realized it was General Armacost. And then I'm thinking, like, you know, of all people to get picked on the 4th of July, you know, it's just crazy that, that he was picked. And then we didn't post the full video that we received, but maybe you know more about Prices Right than I do. But did he guess the exact number? Like, the exact um, price of that oh, car? Man. Dude, you're kind of putting me on the spot here. I Based on what I know about that game... Um, and I'm sure there's someone like screaming at the radio right now, but what, from what I know, it was like a, this or that kind of thing. So I think it was like, you picked each digit and you were able to choose. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a game like that. So it's still tough, still tough to win the car, but like very doable. It's not like you had to guess it down to the, down to the penny as to what it was. Um, at first, that's what I thought it was, and I was like, this man is a freaking genius, um, literally guessing, like, a five-digit number perfectly for the car, and it, was, it wasn't it was like, you know, 1999, it was like 17238 or something random like that, so I was just kind of honestly trying to figure out what the hell was going on, because the last time I watched Price, and right, Price is Right was like fourth grade when I was home, yeah. home faking um, sick from school. Do you think, again... Keep in mind, I am not the man to ask about Prices Right. So, like you said, there might be an old man yelling at the radio who's a big Prices Right Ooh. fan uh, when we're just dismantling this TV show. But every time I've seen it, the people they call down there either are like, it almost looks like they're kind of like playing for their livelihood. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like when they're called yes. down there, or they're just going so bananas that they can't even contain their excitement uh, because they're seeing Drew Carey or whatever. Um, I feel like it's almost cheating, and like when he asked him who, like what he did, it's like, oh, I'm the dean at you know a super, super prestigious college. It's like, oh, well, this isn't really fair. No. So here's the deal. I think what it was is that they thought his name was Dean, so they were like, oh, you're the dean at the Air Force Academy. Like, there's no other guys named Dean, and then that's all. Because they never got his rank or anything like that. It was just like, oh, I'm the dean of faculty. And Drew Carey. Well, they probably don't even know that he's Well, Drew, I, that's what I'm saying. And Drew Carey just turned into a puddle after he said that. He was like, oh, my gosh. All right. So, anyways, so the other thing that we were talking about uh, earlier, and this was, so we put out a blast uh, before the podcast started. And it was, we just asked for people to see what they wanted us to talk about. And if there was anything we wanted to hear, because this is just going to be a laid back episode. And someone said that, and I don't have it pulled up right now, but apparently the basics, do you want to just, here, you pick it up. Like, what were the basics doing? There was a laser show? All right. (laughs) So the way I'm interpreting this is, do you remember, what were they called when you would go down to A-Hall? Alley nights. Alley 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 parties? Alley nights. Alley nights. 
So I'm envisioning this as an alley night. For those who don't know what an alley night is, it was like when you'd go down to Arnold Hall as a dually, and they'd basically have like a DJ and lights, like strobe lights, fog machines, all that stuff to make you feel like you're supposedly in real college or something. So every 4th of July during basic training, there's like a night where the duallys can blow off some steam. I remember for us, we like went to the stadium and they had a concert or something. Um, so I think this was their their version of that. And basically, we got a message. We're not going to say who it's from for the sake of uh, keeping Just them privacy. anonymous. Yeah. But, yeah. Basically, the basics had a DJ with a laser show in Arnold Hall for the 4th of July and reportedly flipped off permanent party members, wore hats backwards, and had their ABU blouses tied around their necks like capes. <laughs> and <laughs> I think... This is just one of those, like, this is just, like, one of those classic things where if you keep a dog in a cage for too long and you let it out of the cage, it's going to be act completely different than when you first put it in the cage to begin with. And it's, like, just the most obscene thing is obviously no alcohol and drugs were involved, I would expect, unless they're just getting blitzed off Boost, Boost and canned Gatorade, and I don't really know what was going on there. No, my, my, dude, I would be in the bathroom taking a nap. That would be my aesthetic, uh, during that entire thing. I think now we have kind of this, like, Instagram generation, like the Jake Paul kind of kids, and I think that this is, it sounds awful, but that's who the duallys are right now, is like the Jake Paul generation. These kids, some of them, they were born in like 2000, so they were born literally after, they, they don't know what the 90s looked like, it was different, you know, so... Uh, so with this kind of stuff to them, it seems it's, it's, we kind of look at it and we're like, dude, the world is just going to hell. And, but it's really just them, I guess, letting loose and it'll all be kind of fine. I, fingers crossed hope, <laughs> but I don't know. That's really the only take I have on it. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. I think it's funny cause it's, you know how they kind of say that everything that you do is always going to be on camera or whatever. Well, everything that, uh, Dooley's and basic stewards going to be dm to us so i guess we can comment on it i'm sure weird stuff happened uh in in our years and that kind of thing but um yeah that's i think the biggest part is like like i i can see you know putting your hats on backwards putting whatever messing around with your uniform but the part where it says they flipped off permanent party members it's just like what got into them to the point where they felt it was necessary to do what that? Was there, what was there? What was didn't know? Yeah, what was that freeing? I, there must have been a kid who, uh, I think I know what it is. You said that there was no drugs or alcohol. Someone must have gone down to uh, the clinic, gotten on a Form 18, and been prescribed like 800 milligram Motrins or something and was passing those out. You, you know, just away. like feeling absolutely zero um, minor discomforts in their like muscular system just zero they're like i haven't had a charlie horse in yeah, hours. Yeah. i'm feeling yeah great. i'm on top of the world my tweaked wrist doesn't hurt anymore <laughs> like i can do whatever i want <laughs> yeah, screw you permanent party yeah <laughs> seriously though i like i don't know there's always a few bad apples uh who kind of make everybody look bad but those stories make your experience hilarious and those kids will probably be gone very soon and saying that leaving the academy was the best thing that ever happened to them. So, uh, I guess good luck to those it, kids. It works for everybody. Yeah, yeah it works for yeah. everybody. All right, well, we've been talking about the 4th of July for a while. Uh, let's move over. So, 
like we said, there's just not a whole lot going on. We're really excited for football season. And so I think what we're going to start bringing back very, very soon, it's July now. Uh, we're going to start bringing back basically talking football. Uh, but today we had a special announcement and we are going to be talking football as we did last year uh, where we talked about the, the big homie Tucker Bone. Um, unfortunately, I don't even know if he's back. But today the schedule for 2002. 2018-2019, men's soccer was released, uh, and it's a it's a really good schedule. So, being that you and I have basically zero knowledge of men's soccer, actually, I had a pretty money tweet the other day. Uh, myself, I'll do an audio tweet right now. I think audio tweet humble brag. Humble brag uh, did well. I'm not going. I don't remember exactly what I said. But basically, it was something along the line of like. The only soccer that I watch is Team USA and teams that rhyme with Bear Force Academy. Miss me with this World Cup. Because I'm so tired, dude. I had like four people come up to me and they'd be like, hey man, yeah, did you hear England won today? I'm like, England? You mean the guys who like we had to like beat their ass literally to, to survive? Like, if they, like we would be, at, like we wouldn't exist right now if they had beaten us. So. They're like, you missed the, uh, there, you, did you see the uh, Uruguay People's Republic of uh, Chinese Island off the coast? Yeah, like, game. I'm like, no, I can't say I really tuned into that. I'm sorry. I, how do people know too? Like, I consider myself a sports guy. I, I really do. I can, I, I can talk, I can talk the shit with anybody about most sports. This is the one thing. Like, I do not have a bead on, like, just national teams of South America, Africa, or Asia. I just don't. I here's here's the trick. Nobody does. I don't. They look it up, and then they pretend to know what they're talking about, especially when it comes to soccer, football. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, uh, I do like Air Force soccer. The games that I went to uh, were always pretty electric. So let's talk about the schedule now, because once again, though, you and I don't know anything about it, but we're still gonna just unpack this little schedule. So first. We open up with a conference game against New Mexico at USAFA. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Easy win. I like that. that. I do. I like that. I like that win a lot. I think that a Falcon. It's also an exhibition game, so. Is that what... you got to read into it a little bit? Is more. that what's marked down as? I don't have the whole thing open. I guess I don't know. Yeah, there's a hashtag next to it. You go down to the uh, the schedule key. It means exhibition event. Okay, so many people are wondering, and by many people, I mean me. Uh, does that mean preseason? It's like a practice game. Okay. Yeah, preseason. Okay. And then uh, after that, they make a trip out to uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia, which I am a D.C. native. I know exactly where that is. A lot of my friends uh, went down there. That's the home of JMU, James Madison University. Uh, big party school. Uh, the ladies have a slight advantage in the ratio over men, and I'm not even kidding that that has increase them academically as a school because uh it's just caused like applications to skyrocket um and so they're a legitimate academic school and they're becoming a legitimate uh football school i believe they won the d1aa national championship a few times so we're going to play uh virginia tech first out of blacksburg uh i mean just and here's the thing is I kind of base stuff on I know this is wrong but I kind of base stuff on football as to how I think their other programs are gonna do which is like so wrong that because one. if you think about it for football 
in base or in uh, basketball, it's like totally the opposite. It's pretty much like if you're in a power conference, the lower seed teams are always going to be awesome at basketball. So like Kansas, Kentucky, that kind of thing. Uh, but I'm just going to assume that Virginia Tech is good, so we're going to have to get through them first, and then JMU, and then right after that, uh, we have Navy, who we're going to crush, obviously. So I th- I hope the focus is on them. Um, what I don't what I don't like here is we're playing at JMU on the 26th, and then at Navy on the 31st. So two quick trips out to the east. Oh, I'm going to go on a limb. You wouldn't assume that they're staying out there? You think they're going to come back? No, not for five days. Well, let me... That might be a good point. Um, Okay, so that actually throws a huge... And then, well... That throws a huge... See, at UMBC will be... At UMBC, that'll be a double double header with Navy, kind of. But Yeah, well, no, that, that absolutely will be. Because it's just going from Annapolis up to Baltimore. Um, well, so... I. I think that that might be a good thing. If we can go back and get rest to head home uh, for a few days. But the only reason why I ask is because that's right around uh, Labor Day weekend. So anyways, that was uh, talking football. Um, So next we're going to talk a little bit. Someone asked us to chat about things that are going on as a basic um, that just aren't kind of real life. Uh, You want to talk a little more about that? Yeah, so... During basic training, everybody knows a lot of things are stressed to you uh, as being super important. And then you get through basic, and then they're kind of important during freshman year. A little less sophomore year, and so on and so on, to the point where you get to active duty and you realize that was completely pointless. So we're talking about the things that you do or that are stressed to be important during basic, or even at the academy, that uh, aren't at all. Yeah, man. Uh, So the first one's got to be uniforms on the floor and this was a week one thing that just cracked me up we would have these 19 year olds coming into our coming into our chili bowl and just screaming at us telling us that the oh your uniform shouldn't be on the floor all the stuff it's disrespectful to the flag uh fast forward i want to it was at its worst by senior year but by senior year everyone in your uniform is gonna be on the floor and you're just picking it up you're like oh there's my parade cap, that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> so that was just always really funny to me how they would say that. Yeah, and uh, like you were, we were kind of talking about this earlier, but it's also like the whole idea behind, you know, don't let your uniform get on the floor. Like, And, you know, we're not poking fun at this because a lot of it is true. But, um, you know, people have died, to, you know, for that uniform, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're like sitting there in your PT gear and your, and your flip-flops from the shower. And you're just like awkwardly looking around. Yeah, you're uh, like with your PT gear that doesn't fit. Yeah, you're like, oh, someone died in the Usafa PT uniform. And then you get down to the field house <laughs> for the first time, and you run the, the two laps after the PFT. You're like, oh, I guess someone must have, someone did die in this uniform. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that, I guess that cadre knew him, that junior. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that was always really funny. Um, another thing was, and I don't know if the basics have done this. I don't care if the basics have done it actually, because. They can't listen to this. But uh, the the rifle manual. Like, why we spent a, an inordinate a lot inordinate? Inordinate amount a lot, amount of time learning how to do that thing. And uh, I don't know. It was really stupid. Can you imagine going over to war and you you get over there and 
there's like an attack on your base and everyone's sitting around they're like, oh, hold on. You got to do your rifle cow manual before you do before you go over there. It's like, hold on, I don't remember steps six and seven. Do I slap or drop it down? I don't know. <laughs> was it twelve count or thirteen count? I don't know, dude. It was. That's exactly exactly. That is a good point. We don't remember it. It's not important. Uh, I I think it was twelve. I feel like thirteen ha- would have to be unlucky. Someone at one point. Uh, but another one was uh, the the table decorum. They say that it's proper. This is how proper people eat. Um, I will tell you, I've never sat down to a proper Thanksgiving dinner um, at my rich, estranged aunt's house and had someone scream at me, please pass the gravy to to the family members (laughs) of the table. Please pass me the freaking gravy or whatever the case may be. I've never heard any of that. So, uh, yeah, that was always funny. And then you're going to go to that thing anyways, uh, senior year, what is it, social decorum, where they tell you you eat like animals anyways. And so yeah. it's just like, <laughs> what are we doing that whole thing for then? Why am I... Can we kind of... Like, why am I passing can milk we dive in the into, Can we dive into a little bit of the social decorum talk? Yeah. Um, do you remember the lady that taught those classes? Yeah, she was electric. That was the most... That was the biggest boondoggle <laughs> I've ever heard of in my entire life. Like, what makes you an expert? Can you... Like, I feel like you can just lie. Just, just come in and just be like, yeah, I'm an expert on uh, fine dining. And it's like, okay, well, how would anybody I honestly, know? I honestly think she just duped all of us. Like, she somehow got her way in front of somebody at the academy and brought up that whole argument that when you go to the academy for four years, you have no idea how to act in real life. So let's pretend like real life is having um, dinner with the Queen of England where there's like 18 forks and you're supposed to only have a quarter cup of wine and she literally gets paid every week just to give these classes it blows my mind it's awesome i i aspire to create something some kind of program like this if yusafa <laughs> needs me to uh to tell you exactly how to i like, i that's the whole thing like this is how smart she is i can't even think of a riff on her job as to what i could do i don't know like yeah, I'm absolutely She's speechless. Done it. Like just She's done it. Yeah, just good on her. She she won. I remember she would teach us about uh what was it, like continental versus European uh fork holding whereas I yeah. hold it like I'm writing with a crayon and it works just fine. <laughs> <laughs> like the food still enters my gullet the exact same way. Um the the one the one piece of useful information that she told us is is she said, "Don't black out at cocktail parties." I was like, "Oh, wow." I've been doing that wrong a lot of years, and uh, <laughs> that was always really funny. Um, what was some other stuff she, they had us do? Taught us how to give handshakes. She said, "Don't give, uh, don't give two dead fish." Yeah, don't don't give the dead fish, but don't give too firm of a handshake. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay, so be a reasonable human. Yeah, being. so just gotcha. so just be normal. Don't be weird, is what she said. Um, that was a little thing. That was great. I did like social decorum. Oh, you know, I know what we can do. But. You're saying we need to come up with something. That's like the extreme side of, you know, the super nice part of social decorum. We can teach people how to go out to like the sports bar with your boy. Dude, we're uh, we we're cutting this. This is real. Like this is a real business. So I want to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you and your buddy go out. Uh, you get wings. You like you like blue cheese. He likes ranch. What sauce do you get? Like, oh man. Like, okay, like how you, do we? You s- drove a car here. Now both of you are hammered drunk. What's the next? Yeah, uh, at, 
do we do pitchers or do you go pints? Like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is really good. Actually, you know what? I was going to cut this, but we're going to leave it um, because I want the investors, possibly you. That's all I have to say. Possibly. Uh, that's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- th- those are basically some of the things, like, someone asked for that, uh, just a few things that are just dumb that go on during basic. The point is that it's all dumb. It's just an experience for you to get stories and for you to just say that you've made it through, and that's all dual year is, and it's all recognition is, and that's all the Academy is at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, so, we've kind of gone off the rails a little bit this week with our segments, uh, but we are going to do a soup list. Um, and this one was, this is like, so we came off the weekend, and it was like a long weekend, and normally our planning a little bit, we peek behind the curtain here, we talk about it basically throughout the week. This week we didn't, we're coming off of our, uh, off the nice long weekend, and I thought of just ways to cool off at USAPA. Like I said earlier, I was trying to think about what time of year it is there, and in my brain I was like, oh, it's like halfway through first go. No, it's like halfway through second go. Like, the duelies are about to ship out. They've already, they already know, like, who the testicle sergeants are in their squadron and that kind of thing. And, uh, so yeah, I thought a good thing to do would be ways to cool off at Yusafa. I suppose. I don't really know where we're supposed to go with this, but, uh, I'll start with my, are we going to ping pong this, or am I going to spit out all three? Yeah, we'll ping pong. Alright, my first one, maybe this is lame, we've kind of, you know, beat this horse to death, but uh, refreshing canned Gatorade. So, especially during basic, when you're not a basic, they're going to have huge, when we were there, they had, they had like huge uh, crates just with Gatorade, canned Gatorades that were like left over. And I don't even know if you're supposed to take them or not, but in my mind, if you put anything in that entryway from the, the door to Mitchell Hall and the main portion of Mitchell Hall, it's free game. Like yep. it could be a couch, it could be a TV, as long as it's somewhere around the big silver bins of Oreos and uh, Nature Valley bars, it's free game. So there are crates of canned Gatorade, and you could grab like 48 canned Gatorades to last you for the five days that you had there. They just cool off with a nice, nice uh, lukewarm canned Gatorade. I like that. If you put it, if you put a big silver bowl of smaller silver bowls, I'd take all the smaller silver bowls. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. That was actually my my dream, just to like. And I think I did see somebody do it, but it was always my dream just to wheel away one of those carts and just act like I wanted all the like <laughs> bananas in it or whatever the case was. I don't even know. Um, good. So speaking of silver buckets, though, uh, I say sit on a Mitch's ice bucket. You would always have the thing in the middle of the table. Kind of weird, in my opinion. Like, why don't we just, like, we keep all the meals hot. Why don't we just keep the juice cold? Like, why are we doing that? <laughs> so I think I have to imagine that what it is is some kind of just like sitting bucket, and they usually really seem to be like they have a lot of like indentions in them. So I would assume they're for made for sitting. So yeah. So I think I have a theory for those those ice buckets. They're not really intended so much for the ice as they are to just dump everything in it afterward to clean up the table. That's a good point. They're like they're little trash cans, essentially. But and the yeah. ice actually gets in the way. Well, so by trash cans, I think you mean like at bars, like the iced urinals. Yeah, that's <laughs> what <laughs> so they are. All right, my next one is uh, in the summer. It's pretty routine. 
you're going to get hot, and you just go outside during the one thunderstorm that's going to occur every night or every afternoon. I like that. You know what they say about weather in Colorado? If you don't like it, just wait an hour. Yeah. Did that steal the punchline? No. No, that was was a punchline. I like it. Yeah. You know the uh, state bird of Colorado? What's that? A mosquito. (laughs) Yeah. I feel bad for all the for everybody who's listening right now who's uh going through ESET. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying that. I hope it's true. Uh, that's good. So my next one, a uh, little bit. This is gonna seem a little crude, but it's really not. It, like if you've been there. So you saw the air conditioning. So the way air conditioning and heating works is that they turn it on and off like on a big scale like they they act like there's thermostats in the room but they're not they don't work really um and so they'll flip on the ac during the summer and the ac is garbage and they'll flip on the heat during the winter and the heat works actually pretty well because it has to because people would die if they didn't (laughs) um and so heat doesn't work great so what you'll do is you'll get back from one of from whatever you're doing it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter if you're in an airmanship program doesn't matter if you're in ESET, doesn't matter if you're in class, you are going to be hot, you're going to be sweaty. Uh, getting back, just get butt naked, lay down in your bed, take a Honeywell, and the only reason why this is my personal brand is because this is what I used. Take a personal Honeywell fan, it's like an office fan, and just put it at your knees, up towards your face, and just sit there in the air. And just bask. I, here's the thing, I don't care if there's one person that relates to this that person who relates to this relates the hell out of it to this because <laughs> that is like the most sublime feeling during during the summer heat because i like i couldn't even sleep during some of the summers with how hot it would be and then you'd have to wake it's you'd have to just get up at like five thirty for whatever you'd be doing and you're just miserable Ugh, felt like you're in a sauna <laughs> Well, that was kind of depressing, but I'm glad uh, you found some solace behind. No, your, that was not depressing. That was fan. that was real, bro. That was real. <laughs> All right, you ready for my last one? Yeah. Don't look. Just jump into the fountains in the uh, in the air garden. They're yep. going to be filled with water. You'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have no you further have comment. If you know, you know. Uh, yep. If you know, you know. Uh, my last one is get into a chainsaw massacre style barn with 30 of your buddies in the dark and share just like six showers. Where can you find one of those? And if you don't know what, if you don't know what I'm alluding to, I'm alluding to the showers in Jack's Valley. Uh, totally creepy. I think someone got kicked out our year before doing this, but, uh, they basically just shoved like an entire squadron, which... Help me out here. Squadrons like what, like four or five squadrons worth of freshmen. So it was like a hundred kids. I think it's five flights. I think it was like more than five flights made. A what I don't know. Whatever it was. Yeah, however many flights. It, it was a lot of people, and it was like six six dudes to a showerhead. Um, so that was a good time. Yeah, that's one of the ways. And trust me, it cooled us off because it was. Uh, if you get bored, a little hairy situation. If you there. get bored, uh, check out the. Uh, Etched in graffiti in the men's stall to the southeast corner of Jack's Valley. Third stall from the left. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wrote uh, class of 1943 is here. <laughs> that was me, if you see that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, 
Yeah. So, like we said, kind of a laid-back episode today. We're skipping minutes. So, minutes, tell you what, if you want to hear minutes, rewind back to what? What do we do that at? Like, four minutes? No, like, yeah, maybe one or two minutes. One or two minutes in. Go back and listen. Uh, If you like the belts, buy them. I promise you they're limited. I know how people uh, drag their feet. We get a lot of messages from people saying, like, oh... Last minute, I wanted to buy this. I wanted to buy that. Like whether, like whatever the case may be, can you rush ship it? No, we cannot do more orders. We're gonna have a slight availability on the belts later, um, but they're gonna be an increase in price because we have to. And then, uh, yeah, just trust me. Just, just let us do the do the smart man thinking, uh, as we've proven to you time and time again. We're smart guys. Uh, if you'd like a belt, just buy one. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and. Uh, let us know who you want us to hear interview, or if you want to be interviewed, let us know, uh, and we'll talk to you later. See you. So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air.